Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, continuing with the laws of Akhsharat Kelim. In Sefer Prina Lacha, he writes... Where we learned just prior, the minhag to separate meat and milk utensils. The obligation to kosher metal uh, utensils remains. There is no change to that minhag. As we learned, according to many, that the obligation to kosher utensils from the Torah is only during the first 24 hours. Because only during those first 24 hours that the tam, the taste, the flavor that, were, that was absorbed and stuck to the walls are still considered potent. After 24 hours, these tastes, these flavors become pagum. And they don't have the powers to oser, to prohibit a new dish that is uh, cooked and in that uh, in, the, in that pot. Nevertheless, kavu chachamim, the rabbis established Since originally the flavors in that pot were potent and were powerful enough to to make a difference into the uh, dish that was being cooked. Therefore, even after the taste that is, that is absorbed in the walls became pagum, became spoiled, you still have the obligation to kosher the kli the way that it was used. So what ends up happening today, even though you use palm olive or dawn or sunlight dish detergent, we still have a rabbinical obligation to dip our kelim in case that terefa uh, was used with them. Or again, meat or milk, uh, the opposite kind. Udat harishonim v'acharonim ha-sovrim shegam le'achar yemama chovat ha-shara me'atora lamrot sh'atamim shebo pegumim. And according to those rishonim who are even more strict, that even after 24 hours, the, uh, the, the, te- the, the obligation to dip your utensils is from the Torah, gam keli shenuka etev im sabon chaya b'achshara me'atora then you even have more of an obligation because it's no longer rabbinical, it is now mindeoraita. Kilomar, and you can quote the pasuk here that we've said, anything that was cooked with fire, you have to pass through fire to kosher, and with water, you have to pass through water. Kilomar, any pot that was cooked with terefa needs to go through hagala. Anything that was used with fire, needs to be blowtorched or koshered with fire. What ends up happening from this, even after you are, uh, wash your metal utensils with soap, the, the, the obligation to uh, to dip your utensils remains in place. And as well, you have to kosher your meat utensil, your meat pot that you accidentally cooked halav with. 
And the clay matechet, the metal, is uh, similar to that of kli zechuchit. We did mention that um, there are opinions, especially amongst the uh, Rav Mesas, Rav Adya, that kli zechuchit does not absorb and does not need to be koshered. But again, we'll just give the general rule. When the poskim are indifferent, um, not indifferent, when they are nechleku, when they are arguing, whether or not we have to worry about any taste that is emitted from the kelim, as if we know for sure that they that it cleansed that we cleaned this keli with uh, whether it's the metal keli or the glass keli with soap, yes, Then we there are those that hold that we can follow the dat mekilim. Kach bedin nat barnat vekach bedin harif. Whether it's not nat barnat, which we're going to speak about later time, or din harif. Again, we'll also speak about that soon. Sheken tzarich lomar shekol ma shenechleku aposkim. We have to say that everything what the poskim argued who al kelicheres is regarding an earthenware utensil. Shesofgim tamim, which really absorb a lot of taste. O kli matechet uzchuchit shelo nuku hetevim sabon, or a metal and glass kli that it wasn't washed well. But a glass or metal utensil that was cleaned very well with soap. We know that they don't, we spoke about this, that they don't emit much flavor. You still have a chova to dip it in the, in the mikveh in case you used it with uh, the opposite, okay, or with terefa. But we don't consider it that if it was clean well, we don't consider it that it emitted any of the non-kosher flavor, which means that you, if you were to co- cook kosher stuff into that pot, okay, your food is still kashered. Um, you, and anyways, you probably, uh, you, whether, whether or not you have six year or not, it's not going to emit. Okay, uh, we'll do one more. Kol sha'ara kelim she'ena mimatechet o mizuchuchit. Any keli that is not metal or glass, alulim livlo abeliflo tamim. We have to assume that they absorb flavor. All the laws that um, that apply to the uh, flavor that is emitted from the keli apply to those. And if you're cooking spicy things with that or or not barnat which again we'll speak about soon, uh, apply as well. Kahudin kliets, this is the rulings for uh, wooden kelim, etzem, or made out of uh, bone, china, or is uh, leather kelim, cheres u plastic, and plastic. Gam machavat teflon, even teflon shemurkevet mi matechet mi plastic, which is a combination of plastic and metal. Bichlala kelim shebolim u portim teamim, it does, it does polet tam. Din kelim, um, Emil kedin kle matachot. I think that's enamel. Ve'av she shichvat ha'emil asuya mechol. Pepoali kashe ve'atumaki zchuchit. He considers it like uh, like a glass. Miuchadim hem kli cheres shehoil ve'hem meleim nakbubiot ubolim tamim labim. What is very specific is that of uh, of course earthenware, which has a lot of uh, absorption powers. The whether you dip them in a in a, in a in a boiling pot or in, you burn it, it does not have the ability to uh, pull out all the time that it absorbed. If you if your earthenware pot became taref, then there's no way to kosher it. That's ceramic. It's made uh, similar to that of earthenware. Nimsa, 
שדין כלים שבישלו בהם טרף מתחלק לשלושה סוגי כלים. So he sums it up. Uh, all, the laws, the, the laws about your utensils that טרפה was cooked with divided into three major categories. א', כלים מתכת וזכוכית, that's metal and glass. הטעמים נדבקים לדפנותיהם. The טעמים are stuck onto the walls, אבל אין הם נבלעים בתוככי המתכת והזכוכית, but they're not absorbed. לכן, therefore, אף שהם צריכים הכשרה ככל הכלים, even though they need to be kosher if the opposite was used, וכל הדינים התולים בפליטת טעם יש לראות כדת המקילים. Since we say that if you, if you, uh, since they don't really absorb in the walls, you clean it with soap, you don't need to actually, we don't, we don't consider that any flavor was, uh, was inputted into the next dish. Bet, so that's with matechet and zchuchit, that's with glass and, uh, and metal. Bet, kli etzem etz or plastic ragil, Okay, so again, bone china, uh, it's, uh, again, wood, uh, leather, and plastic. Bolim upoltim ta'amim, these are bolea and polet, they absorb and they give off. Uvnosav lekach hem tzlichim achshara, they also need to be kosher. Kol adinim atulim bepletatam chalim alehem. So we have to assume that since they give off flavor, if you don't have 60 times the amount of kosher food versus that what was absorbed in the walls, then your food is not kosher. Keli cheres, and lastly, is gimel, is earthenware, leminehem, and all other types. Okay, they, they absorb and they give off. But the additional stringency that we have for uh, earthenware, that if they became terefa or, or if they became, if you cooked meat or milk with an opposite, you have no ability to kosher an earthenware vessel. He ends off by saying, "Kli porcelain harsina, which is porcelain. Lechatchila en leachshir kedin kli kedin kli cheres. Lechatchila, you shouldn't. You're not able to really kosher these um, these items because they have a din of kli cheres. Ubishat atzorech in uh, in times of need. Matzipu shelo halak veatum vlos takim. If it has a um, a a, a, a no, seal, um, a coat. Thank you. A a, a smooth coat." Uh, that is uh, that is not porous. Nital nechshid ba'galah kliz chuchit. Then you can uh, maybe consider them as a, as a glass vessel, and you can kosher them through uh, through zechuchit in ashat hatzorech. Okay, we'll end here and we'll continue next time. Bezat Hashem.